following program may contain coarse language, suggestive dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Hello and welcome to this live episode of the Tsunami Faithful Podcast. We are celebrating 400 episodes. And yes, again, we are live. My name is Paul Pascrillo, the founder of TsunamiFaithful.com. And with me tonight, I have... Your regular host, Sketch. And... ASMRI Derail Maddox. And... Editorial writer and occasional podcaster, Kuro. And... Another editorial writer who is way too dang old, Laser Kid. And finally, bringing up the rear. That's me, the editor-in-chief of Tsunami Faithful, CJ Maffris. So, yeah, we're all here. We are here to celebrate the 400th episode. Holy crap. That's a lot of episodes. It's a lot. It's, a, it's an awful Happy lot. anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy yeah. cow. It's not it's not quite our 10th anniversary. That'll be in a, about a month. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think so. 400 episodes and Paul is still a fucking lie. Why haven't I killed you yet? Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand that myself, honestly. If you haven't killed him in 400 episodes, maybe you're not as good of an assassin as you thought you were. But if, uh, if Paul wasn't around, who he's would he playing the long game. <laughs> I mean, if I'm not around, the, the website doesn't get paid for, I guess. So there's that. <laughs> that would be a problem. I don't it's know. Okay. I thought I paid for it last time. No, we just. No, you just pay. Lo- you just pay for it by buying too much anime. No, I just. I know, that was me. That. I Lupin stole my wallet and gave some of it to you guys. Oh, I've Jesus. done that too. I I bought stuff. Yeah, I helped. I helped. I helped too. I bought mangas. <laughs> All right. So well, I don't know if I I think that we would ever get to 400 episodes, let alone 10 years. Honestly. No. Damn. I, I definitely didn't expect to be hosting this thing for eight years. <laughs> no. Nope. Mm. Honestly, no. I thought we probably would have went our ways and just reminisce every once in a blue moon about this. Ah, I guess we have to thank Toonami for sticking around. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> Absolutely. So I think also it wouldn't work if these pe- these four people, Sketch Paul, CJ, and Darrell, didn't have a good affinity for each other and a good teamwork mm. situation. What going. do you mean? I hate well, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, CJ hate does hate everybody. We do oh, make quite the dynamic quattro. Yeah, and it's been able to grow since then. Now we've got group of us and we all get along pretty well i'd say oh yeah. yes i'm i'm just glad we got more ladies on the staff though that was one of our oh, biggest my. Goals. <laughs> and it's like, very seriously diverse. in the beginning that was one of our main goals we really did try mm-hmm. to reach out and for and it we, to be very diverse yep yeah I, I mean everybody was freaking diverse when we first started i mean look at paul you know he's um have Billy Goat, then you got me. I'm black. <laughs> Jose I really thought you were going to say full Billy Goat. Be like, what the fuck is going on? No, no he's a little satyr. 
You never no, go I meant full you. Billy I thought you were going to say yourself was full Billy Goat. <laughs> oh, no, sir. <laughs> That's a fat boy shit that you see in goddamn Meridian, Alabama. Uh, no, he he's just a drunk. That, that's that's what he is. So I am not a drunk, sir. Mm-hmm. I am an alcoholic connoisseur. Oh, is that what it's called? Oh, okay. Aha, we have an answer. <laughs> you see the shit that I drink. When have you seen me drink right good? Oh, there's been too much seeing you drink. That's the problem. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> so I don't even know how to feel about this right now. I feel mm-hmm. like trade and hurt by you right now. You're supposed to love me, Paul. I definitely want to yeah. echo what uh, Kuro is saying, though, because I've only been here for a couple of years now. You guys have kept this uh, ship running for the long haul. Well, you, you have to keep in mind, too, that this is, you know, thanks to, and CJ doesn't like when I compliment him, but, you know, it's thanks to the hard work of CJ, thanks to the hard work of Jose and everybody else that's been a part of this, like keeping things adrift and keeping things going and, you know, it just keeps going the way it is. So you can't you can't see it, but I'm secretly dabbing right now. <laughs> oh, okay, good, excellent. Okay, now I I need to see that. I I, I, really I would love to see this Fixer. as well. Fixer did if not. If I ever stream with a with a camera, then you might see it. Dab hands. Happen. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess we're just creatures of habit. <laughs> we just can't kick the habit. Uh, just can't get enough of talking about tsunami. I guess I feel like it's been the thread in my life for the past many years. I will give no number, but it's it's been a thread for me. And then the podcast has been uh, also a way to to keep the glue, keep me connected to the community, and also keep give me something to look forward to before I join. So even after right. I join. Mm, well said. So. Children, gather round as Father Pasquillo regales the tale of how this all began back oh. in the far year of 2012. Oh, Lord. I have to... Th- <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Regale the tale, Paul. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, so, let's see. How does this go? Um... So I think like much like many of you out there, basically I was watching Adult Swim on Saturday night, like any normal night, because, you know, everything else on TV was shit. So, you know, it still is everything, mostly everything on, on TV shit. Um, and then, you know, obviously it's April Fool's and I'm sitting here going, OK, what the hell is Adult Swim going to pull? Oh, by the way, please don't pull the room out again. For the 50th time, because I think at that point they had done the room two years in a row, if I remember correctly. More than that. Oh, was it more than that? Okay. Well, I thought it was at least two, but. More than two, I think less than five. (laughs) Okay. Well, whatever. So. I'm not a room historian. I'm a tsunami historian. (laughs) Excuse me. I'm sorry. Um, But so obviously, like everybody else, I'm watching Adult Swim on April Fool's, trying to to see what they're going to do this year. And, you know, it starts with The Room, and you're like, oh, fuck, again? Like, really? This shit again? Okay, rumor. And then all of a sudden, like, 
it goes to black and now to it shows the room on Toonami's screen in the absolution too. Oh, by the way, it's April fools. I have April fools. And I'm just like sitting here, like screaming in my house going like, Holy shit. Toonami's on. Um, I stayed up for most of the night, watched everything. Um, and shortly after that, I mean, I would say it was a, that Monday I was like, all right, well, I need to jump on Facebook. I need to jump on whatever social media profiles I can and just basically, you know, get people to help bring this back because it needs to come back. Because at that point, I think it was Sunday, Adult Swim had tweeted out, hey, if you want Toonami back, you got to let us know. So, you know, I started the Facebook page, which was first. Um, At that time, I think it was bring back Toonami, not Toonami Faithful, or, yeah. And um, within a month, that got like a 1,000 likes, and I'm like, oh, okay, I guess this is going somewhere. Um, shortly after I started the Facebook page, I started the Twitter page that you see. It was obviously under a different um, uh, at, at, the, at that point, but, um, you know, I joined with a bunch of different people throughout that are still in the community right now. And uh, we all were just continuously tweeting about it on Saturday night. Say, hey, we want Toonami back. Hey, Bleach is on. It should be on Toonami. All that kind of stuff. Bring back Toonami. Um, I eventually would get in contact with Richie because Richie did the song Bring Back Toonami. Um, And with him just having him and him joining in um, that helped a lot as well. And then all of a sudden, you know, a month later we have a tweet that says, by the way, Toonami's coming back on May 26. So I'm sitting here going, okay, so this is accomplished. Um, what else can I do to, you know, help bring not, not just bring Toonami back. Cause obviously we had done that, but you know, what can I do to keep Toonami on the air? Well, the natural thought was, okay, um, I got to start a website. I got to do something, you know, just to kind of get people continually watching Toonami and doing all this stuff and whatnot. And, you know, shortly after Toonami came back, we started ToonamiFaithful.com. I can't say that it was the best site the first emulation of it um mm, it needed some tlc yeah it needed some Ooh, tlc long, but it man. was but it was you know with the 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 boards that we had and everything it was it was good for people because you know at least they could talk and that's kind of what i really wanted was people to be able to communicate with each other and make it easy um and then you know it kind of started to spiral from there. The podcast came about because, you know, I've been talking to Jose as well. And I was like, you know, I'd like to do some kind of like YouTube thing because, you know, I'd like to kind of keep people updated and all this, all this other stuff. And he's like, well, I don't know if I can do that, but why don't we do a podcast? And I was like, what the fuck is a podcast? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like what what the hell is a podcast? I don't even know what what to do with this. You know, and we kind of we talked about it. We you know 
sat down and were like, okay, this is what we can do. Let's record it, see what happens. And we'll just go from there. So, you know, me and Jose being nervous as hell decided to record the first episode. It come came out in June. I believe it was the middle of June. I believe I could be wrong. Um, and it basically just took on a life of its own from there. I mean, we were, we were really doing well back in the day. Not that we're not doing well now, but I mean, we were doing a lot of listens and downloads in the first week because, you know, people were like, yeah, Toonami's back. We want to hear about Toonami. We want to hear you guys talk about it. And then, um, all of a sudden I get invited on, um, the shrine time. Was it shrine time? Yeah. Shrine time podcast. And this asshole over here, Darrell, is Not on yours. And, you know, I, I just found Darrell, like, really fucking hilarious. And I'm like, all right, this dude's been doing a podcast for a while. I need this dude to come on the podcast. He needs to be a part of this. Of course, Jose is not very open to a lot of things. I know somebody else is like that. Um, <laughs> not going to name names. Um, but... Um, he, I brought him on, we did the podcast and then all of a sudden the plays and downloads jumped even more. And I looked at it, Jose and I was like, so, um, what about Darrell? He's like, yeah, Darrell can be on as much as he wants. Um, <laughs> so, um, it just basically went from there. Um, I don't remember when sketch started coming on. It um, was when we absorbed the unofficial tsunami podcast. Right. Okay. So once we Which was, and that uh, was a thing that I latched onto that uh, the the One Piece podcast guys were doing. Right. Good old so, Zach and Steve. So we we that was another thing that happened. We joined with them um, because I think they kind of went oh these guys are doing very well. They're doing a good job. We should join with them and do a podcast. And, you know, it, it we became the, the, I guess the, the tsunami podcast out there, um, at the time, at the yeah. time. And then, you know, it, this guy came and then, you know, Jose was like, here, you do the podcast. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it just, it just went from there. Basically, <laughs> it just went from there. Basically. So, um, and you know, the website, the website basically, it, it was like, it was kind of funny because the website was kind of slowly getting a following. And then all of a sudden we do the tsunami panel and it just, it just went crazy from there. Um, so, I mean, it's been crazy to to not only be have done like a hundred episodes of the podcast, but to do to be on episode four hundred is like, wow, okay, this is this is an important thing. This is something that you know a lot of people listen to and like, and you know it's just been really great to have something that has become basically another full time job. <laughs> on top of my full-time job so it's like you know hey I, I i like to do it and that's that's why we keep doing it still so. occasionally get messages when's the next podcast oh lord <laughs> let's uh, not talk about the hiatuses when people thought i was in jail or dead oh jeez. Mm. 
By the way, I know I know some people will look at our podcast page and go, well, you have more than 400 episodes. Yes, we do have more than 400 episodes. But some we of those don't are count interviews. Those, those. And yeah. uh, some Exclusives of you don't count as interviews. So, some I mean, of you probably know that there are some lost episodes. Yeah. Entirely yes. my bad. Entirely my bad. Don't worry about it. He's been probably punished by it. No, I he haven't. Should... That's the problem. No, he just needs to send them to me so I can edit them and put them up, like on a Patreon or something. I have to find the audio at this point. They're on Ooh. one of my computers. Ooh, one of your computers. I'd say yeah. editing our podcast is more than punishment enough. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Not in the Jose days. Yeah, no, no. Oh, oh we fucked with. Oh, boy. You... Trust me. Oh, Jose, we fucked with Jose. Jose. <laughs> It was one of my goals to do put as much material out there as I could where Jose had the bleep stuff. Yes, Jose, I did it on purpose. I love you. And I'm sure he <laughs> hits himself in the head every time that he yeah. listens back. Dude, I mean, like... For anyone the, who missed the anniversary cast, uh, Jose came on for the Toonami 25 live show we did. So if you hadn't, haven't heard it, so you probably have. But if you haven't, go listen to it. It was a really fun recording. There was like it 10 was. of us on. Right. It's really fun and really long. I mean, like, seriously, yes. though, I look at the like the days of the beginning, like the land of the lawless. And man, sometimes I was like, God damn, our sound quality is shit was just fucking sucky as hell. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's definitely improved. All of it's improved. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll be honest, like sometimes I wish like. I wish I had like a a job that was paying me so much money that I could just on the back end, like pay a bunch of people to do a better job than what we're doing right now. Cause I'm just like, there's so much more we can do, but we're all working way too much. So yeah, mm -hmm. I'm waking way too much and underpaid for what I do. Mm. So, I mean, that's, that's basically it. Nothing special. You know, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I never thought that an idea that I had in my head would turn into what it has. Um, I am so proud of where this, this website has come. You know, it's the only constant in my life that I know, you know, I sit there and I go, Hey, when everything is shit, at least you accomplish something that for either a time or maybe now even still matters to people. And that to me is special, you know? So, you know, it, it's, it's one of those things that just makes me, it, it just, when I see it, I go, you know what? This makes me happy. You have every right to be proud of it. So I don't try to, I don't try to gloat about it. I don't try to say, Hey, you know, I'm the man or whatever, because that's, that's not what I do, but Hey you know. girl, you ever listen to my podcast? <laughs> uh, hey, that did that that does work sometimes. <laughs> it's got me a few surprised. looks. It's got me a few looks, and people ask, "Could they check it out?" Like one of the um, administrators at the hospital asked um, when I said I do a podcast. She was like, "What's the name?" And I did not respond to that email. <laughs> like hell. <laughs> No, you it, it is a little faithful. niche. What is that? Some kind of cult? <laughs> yeah, it pretty much. I was like, you're it's not pretty gonna... niche. 
Sometimes it's an unfortunate tame. <laughs> unfortunate name. Yeah, people ain't about to hear what I really say and think at times. <laughs> you know, believe it or not, I, I occasionally have to, like, explain what a podcast is to people. Yes. It's like, it's oh, like a radio I... show. <laughs> Over the internet. It's Over radio the for the new kids. It's, it's millennial radio. Millennial radio. That sounds coinable. <laughs> I, You're I'm going to go hide to now. Millennial Radio. Oh my God, what have I done? <laughs> Follow me for the Oregon Trail Cowboys. Also known as mouth noise. Oh, yes, oh boy. our our lovely mouth noises. That's what I call ASMR. Mm. But yeah. <laughs> you are listening to mouth noises. The podcast. We got all the tsunami oh. mouth noise here, man. Yeah, Paul got some good mouth noise. Oh, Lord. How do you like this mouth noise? It's funny how the, the style of the podcast, too, has changed. It used to be, like, the weekly episodic updates, and now it's, like, general discussion about shows, about news, about movements in, in industry and things like that. So, it, like, it's a good transition, but also because I think there were a lot of other podcasts who were doing episodic updates so this way mm-hmm. you all evolved and we evolved to offer something unique but still a, a morsel of tsunami stuff that's still mm-hmm. relevant and, and it's got like a lot of discussion about the programs itself yeah we've we've tried a number of things and uh, sort of evolved the format as it goes i i personally enjoy a a weekly discussion of all the episodes, at least the ones that I watched. So uh, shout out to Toonami Escape Podcast for doing that every week. That's uh, that's an undertaking. And they're uh, almost to 300 episodes themselves. So Congratulations. <laughs> good, good on them. Uh, and of course, our old friends at uh, the Toonami Showdown, which is no longer a thing. But uh, no, they, it was a good thing while it lasted. I actually hated those guys. You shut up. Well, wasn't there an episode where you all switched neighbor fools where you, you traded and they recorded yeah. yours? And you that was great. That was awesome. Uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, was, I did like those guys a lot. They were funny. Mm. Yeah, you guys are welcome to come on anytime. <laughs> Please help. I think I, I'm not sure if I actually did a podcast with them or not. I have to go back and check, but I think it was pretty colorful when I was on there. Mm, yeah, considering so how I, much I had toned down. Yeah, if you if you look back to the really old episodes, there was a whole lot of focus on, um, I mean, what what was currently happening with Toonami, uh, how the shows were doing. Uh, what the fan response was that it was a uh, <laughs> it was real like grassroots. Uh, <laughs> we got to keep an eye on the pulse here, <laughs> or tsunami's going away again. And then gradually we we push towards uh, a greater focus on covering the exclusive shows that were airing on tsunami, like Space Dandy. That was that was a big one that we focused a lot on and of course we uh heavily covered attack on titan for a time we heavily covered sword arts at one point we were almost doing the weekly recapping most of the shows and that got tiresome Mm, (laughs) yes it did we were up to like how many recaps i think there was one point when we had 
five. Jesus it Christ. Mi- it might have been three or four. I honestly don't so remember. So that's but... how the Demon Slayer podcast started. <laughs> well, you know, so, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it was more or less like we've tried some different alterations to see, like, hey, can you can you take something and spit it off of the Toonami Faithful podcast and have it be successful? And I looked at V-Lord and I'm like, so Demon Slayer, what you doing? You want to you want to do a podcast, right? Of course, I, I think I I I corrupted V-Lord by doing that, unfortunately, <laughs> because then he has 50 podcasts now after that. Now V-Lord he can't podcast take over universe. this one. Well, hey, so, I mean, I started recording over there before I was ever on staff, so that got me involved, sort of. <laughs> I pretty much corrupted most of the staff members except Sketch. Yeah, you corrupted me. Shut up. <laughs> it's all your fault. It's all your fault, honestly. You fucking but, shit. But I will say, like, you know, it it's it's interesting to see, like, Demon Slayer take off and do better than this podcast because it's like, Wow. Okay, we can we can still do something like that. Like, oh my god. Okay. We just proud papas. That's all. If only the Finnacast really took off, right? Uh, well, I mean, I had I mean, fun <laughs> in that, but yeah, it was a good time. I mean, Fena, I would have loved to do do more, but then when they were like, oh yeah, this might be an only one like season womp, womp. thing. Yeah, I'm like, that's it's kind of like why though? Like, there's so much room for more, but. I mean, really could explore more with Fena. I mean, yeah, it actually actually had a lot of potential. I mean, I I thought that that would be like a really good like show. And the director's like, no, I just want to do 12 episodes. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Um, That was a waste of time. (laughs) Kind of. So So, so getting back to the format, uh, I, 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 I don't want to discredit the prior episodes before like the space dandy covers, because there were, there were definitely several episodes where there was a particular topic that Jose wanted to explore. And I think those episodes are really great. And, uh, I love topical discussions. Uh, I, I've, I've been trying to incorporate them more as best we can, as, as Kuro was mentioning, that has been a greater focus of the podcast. Uh, I think I have to give it to, uh, what was it? Uh, oh, pro- mm, probably Josh Knighton when he was like, you know, it's not that interesting when you don't talk about the actual shows. I was like, I will take that note. <laughs> so we started talking about the actual shows more. And I think that was a good change. But to kind of balance it out, we've, we've, uh, refocused away from doing weekly recaps to doing like every other week we recap a couple of episodes of a show if it's a big premiere and then we have discussions of seasons or like 12 to 13 episodes of a show that's going to be going on for a while and i think i think that works out for us because it allows us to you know kind of stay current and not get too bogged down on covering things and I, I think that's good overall because it also gives us the freedom to not talk about a show uh, when a particular topic seems relevant. So. Or, or you know, I, I think it also gives us the option of, hey, you know, we can take breaks whenever we want. We don't necessarily have to, like, do a podcast. Like last week. Yeah. 
So like we don't have to like necessarily do one every single week. If we want to take a week off, we can. You know, I, I feel like this format has been a lot better to give us more freedom to kind of just be like, okay, we're gonna pump out a bunch of episodes. But if we want to take a break, we're going to take a break for like a week or maybe two, something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, obviously, I'll be honest with you, we've kind of been lacking on the interviews this year. I mean, obviously, yeah, I'd like to bit. do more. We had, like a big, do more. we had a real big one. We had that yeah. real big one with with Steve and Dana. Yes, we did. So, I mean, that one that one was good. But I mean, like, you know, we need we'll probably pick it up here at some point. It's just we're all really busy. So Hey, got to look at COVID, too. That has been one of the issues as well. Well, COVID actually allowed us to do a lot more interviews, I think. So yeah, that was actually I wasn't on to do those interviews. So fuck you. <laughs> well, whatever. <laughs> I think, too, that the, the new swath of talent, you know, from just referencing CJ's documentary where he interviewed a lot of people who were Toonami fans and now are voice actors on Toonami. Like that, that's huge. So making that connection back from, from fandom to voice actor with a show on Toonami, like, like that's, that's, that was monumental. And I think, I I mean, CJ, that's that's something you should mention. (laughs) It wasn't a small thing. It was pretty awesome. That was definitely a what I do. <laughs> you know, listen, probably one listen. of the biggest things Toonami Faithful has ever produced. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's the thing. The it's biggest? just a thing. It's just a thing. I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. It is. And now a word from our editor in chief. Yes, which I didn't necessarily want, but I had to. <laughs> I listen. forced you. No, no, you definitely didn't force me, and I'm not going to be going into why that happened, but um, I just, it's so weird how I ended up here, and I don't understand half of the reason why. I don't know. I don't know, but... It's because you're good at many things, and we leech off of you. No, that's (laughs) not true, because it's like, well, no, because it's like... We also enjoy your company. Well, the, yeah. there's that 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 one I'll accept for now. But for now, <laughs> for now. <laughs> what I mean is just like I was already like making a small name for myself in sports anyway. So it's just like this was kind of like a side hobby with that, and so I was just kind of like okay. And then I was just throwing you know articles of stuff because you know I was really interested in tsunami, really interested in anime industry, all that. Then get bullied. And then snap, and then get bullied some more, and then yell again. So it's just like, it's whatever. But, I don't know. It's a weird kind of, what's the word? Like a timeline, I guess you could say. And like, you know how you have like very important events marked? You have kind of like this pre-CJ where you have the foundation that was laid by, you know, Paul, Darrell, Jose, Sketch, Jim. You know, you guys were really all kind of taking over on that and being the the leading voice of, you know, what uh, fans should look into, right? Like, you wanted to be the one, like, you four were really looked at the rally cry to make sure that Tsunami's light was still burning. You know, you had Caboose, uh, or AKA Junior now, uh, being able to archive with all kinds of stuff. And then, you know, having that kind of dual synergy of, like, 
uh, Junior archiving the videos, you guys doing your podcast and, you know, keeping information as prevalent as you can, you know, because people still ask, wait, Tanami's back. It's been 10 years now, so I just give up by now. But um, it's one of those types of things where uh, you have that type of land, those landmark moments, you know, Tanami comes back, the MomoCon, uh, where you guys were able to interview all Tanami and show off the panel. Uh, that was like a huge moment for everything. Uh, being able to kind of do stuff when it came to like the you know, Space Dandy premiere, all the new shows coming in, all that kind of stuff. And then you get to where you get this dumbass punk asshole from Boston, Massachusetts, who applied, who only did sports. And then that landmark of acquiring my services. And then it just goes forward to like these really 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 important uh impactful moments that we've had past me right where all of a sudden we felt comfortable to do more with our podcast to do more with our website to do more with uh the type of content that we provide uh for our fans our readers our listeners all that you know we found some amazing talent you know with b lord both in his podcasting and writing curl with her podcasting and writing uh, Alien for his wonderful music, the only musician that I would want to use on a project, and his writing ability, right? Then you'd find, you know, someone like Yumiko, who not only brings such a great perspective, being, you know, a mother herself, that's still like really into this stuff. Like it's such a, it's such a thing that like doesn't comprehend for me because I don't plan to have kids. So like having her oh, do that geez. and still still do that is like really really impactful like sh she's done some amazing work where she's even been featured on anime news network right so it's i i find it i find it fun where we're able to kind of really map out and it, it all encompasses with the podcast because we can write you know we can write we can do videos as you guys were mentioning about you know the documentary uh, we can do all different types of kind of content to provide, but I think it's really important to look at how the podcast kind of shows these marking points of where these very pivotal moments for the entity that is Toonami Faithful to, um, you know, where we've now reached for 400, you know, 400 episodes, that's no small feat. That's an amazing accomplishment. You know, it takes literally an army and we have a little army. And I don't just even mean the Toonami uh, faithful staff that we have, you know, whether they're in this podcast have, you know, left us uh, to do other things or um, just, you know, that it's, we have an army that's just with our followers as well, as much as the people who, you know, let us be a part of their lives, you know, something along the lines of just like, um, like it, it feels weird to me uh, where Kuro would mention, oh yeah, I listened to you guys well before you guys scouted me. And like, I love listening to you. And it's like, it's just so weird thinking about that. Right. Uh, V-Lord has mentioned how he read a lot of Toon Zone stuff from sketch back in the day. Right. And it's just weird where you can go through all these different types of pivotal moments. And our podcast is kind of like that time capsule to be able to signify when these pivotal moments happen. You know, you can talk about my first appearance on uh, the podcast to kind of where I put my foot in the door, um, where we were talking about a comic got killed. And it was the episode where Esdeath and Tatsumi were cuddling together. Right. Um, we can go into when all of a sudden 
we introduced Alien, Curl, V-Lord, Laser Kid. Um, probably one of the biggest um, moves, I think, was when Celia joined the team, right? So mm-hmm. we're able mm-hmm. to find these types of moments where all of us kind of, it kind of encapsulates like the major turning points of things that went positive. And that's not always the case. There are some things that went negative too, like that happens, like not everything's perfect. We understand that. Uh, I had to deal with a lot of harassment when I first started. You know, it's just the way it is. Um, but and, you know, I came out swinging for your ass. Oh, a lot of people did. And it got to the point too, where I was just like, it, it doesn't really matter anymore. It really does. Like, I don't care. And I've made peace with a lot of that. And I've even, like, there's been some uh, suggestions like, oh, maybe you should, like, go back and try to make amends to that. It's like, fuck that. I'm better off doing what I did. I feel so much exactly. better. Are you kidding me? I feel great. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't really care. So it's, like, these pivotal moments of, because, like, after that, I could have easily just said, hey, guys, I'm out. I'm good. And then you wouldn't have you know, a lot of things that go in. So as I know, I've told Paul this too. I really don't like to take a lot of the attention. I don't like to take a lot of credit. I don't like to take a lot of these different types of things. It's not who I am because for me, I'd rather my actions speak for those types of accomplishments. I'd rather my actions kind of set the tone of what I expect from the people who I work with, the people who I work for under below, whatever, or above, you know, whatever, I don't I don't really need to toot a horn. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, because of me, I just I don't, like, I don't fucking care. Like, what, what do my actions tell you? Like, Paul was just recently talking about how he's so happy how diverse we were able to make our staff. That was my goal, too. But like, it's one of those types of things where you can tell that was something that we wanted to do as soon as I was given a position to grab some people. Right. We were able to find Alien, who's one of like he's one of my closest friends. I absolutely love him. I didn't even know that he was African-American. <laughs> like, I had no fucking clue. And it's just like, his work, <laughs> his work spoke for himself, right? It was one of those types of things where it's like, it didn't matter to me what his nationality, what his orientation, what any of that stuff was. It's because his shit was damn good, and you wanted that. You know what I mean? Uh, I had no idea who Curl was. For all I know, Curl could have been an actual cat. But I loved her work. <laughs> I loved her insight. And I wanted it. I had no idea she was a woman. Right. Like, I have no fucking clue, but I love the work. Same with Velor. I had no idea about Velor's background. I wanted the work. Same with Yumiko. Same with Celia. Same with Laser. Same with Brittany, who just recently joined. Same with Steven, who just recently joined us. Like, I don't I don't like I don't need a picture or a casting call. I just want to see the work. And mm-hmm. because, like, I have that type of vision of where I just want the best people. Funny how when you actually do that, instead of, you know, mouth that. You actually get the results that people are like trying to find throughout the entire time. So it's like it's one of those types of things where because of that, it's one of those types of things where I do understand how my introduction to this was about as pivotal as you can imagine. And I know sketch jokes. Well, yeah, because nothing would ever get done anymore. It's more than things would get done. Things would get done. It's just they wouldn't get done well. Maybe not, but <laughs> but the impact. You of, even keep me in line, man. Maybe, but it's it just, was truly know. the land of the lawless when I was the editor. But it's just one of those things where I like to think that the impact I've had is for the better. And I know not all of it is. It was just fine. You know, I shouldn't engage as much as I do. But there comes a point where it's just yes. like, nope, I'm going to say what I need to, and I really don't care about repercussions because I think that's also exactly. True. There's Dude, a there comes a point where it's I just like it's fine. It is. 
our podcast, and so we. Oh, I don't. I don't mean that. Not just, here. No, oh, like, he's talking about on Twitter and that. In so. general. And oh. Yeah. oh no, I, 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 mouth, I mouth off in real. I've told an executive producer at where I work to fuck off. Like, <laughs> I just don't care. I really don't. <laughs> so it, it's one of those kind of things where I understand the the pivotal nature of the people that joined. You know, Paul, Jose, and Darrell really kind of cultivated this kind of. Uh, I don't know, business relationship that turned out to be so much more. And that's like a pivotal moment. Then uh, look scouting sketch and having him join along with, you know, the partnership that they had with the One Piece podcast. Uh, having Jim, having Colt, having Junior, Alpha, all of them kind of joined at the moments they do, pivotal moments myself. And then all of a sudden adding more with the type of uh, people that we've acquired since then. And even, you know, I'm sad that, you know, some of the some of my closest friends did end up leaving, but like it's, you know, it's not forever or anything like that, but I understand how important it is that everyone from the team kind of came together. And I think the 400 episode of this podcast kind of encapsulates that more so. Yes. Than, like I almost didn't show up for this only just because like I'm sick, you know, like it's fine. I mean, I'm not going to say terrible by the way. I, I know. Say, hope you feel no, better. Yeah. Likewise, no. I've been sitting here going, Oh man. Poor guy. I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here looking at my water, going, "I need to give CJ some water." Soon. I have Gatorade. <laughs> okay. I, I'm on. I'm on my like. CJ thinks it's hard. Yeah. I tried to give him food at Anime Expo, and he said no. No, that's an oh. That is another. <laughs> oh, that's another story. Don't get him started on that. Don't get him started on that, please. That is CJ tradition. You cannot feed CJ no matter how hard you try. I care has adopted this method of madness as well. It's great. Yeah. So, I mean, but no, it's just, it's, it's a good thing. I'm, you know, I'm glad, you know, history went the way that it was. I'm glad that, you know, Paul and Sketch and Darrell kept the light on. Cause I know people like to lump me into that, but I, I don't belong in that. At least it's just, I'm so far away from when, like, the first, you, I would count, you know, I have someone like Jose or even Jim uh, before then. So it, it's just one of those things where I was kind of like, what's the, what's the thing? It's like, you know how, Oh God, no one's gonna get this reference. But you know how Michael Jordan could never win without like the right team, even no, though he was like the first basketball player. I get the reference. Yeah. Okay, good. I just I watched the documentary. Oh good. Oh, that is a good documentary too. And the right team okay. is the Tune Squad. Yeah. Well, <laughs> sketch. We'll talk about that later. Sketch. Talk I about taking, that later. I'm taking you away from that. No, it's just like you were able, like you had a really good foundation with a lot of good pieces, and then you found, you know, the Scotty Pippen to the Michael Jordan and myself, and like. That is yeah. kind of a diss because, like, Scottie Pippen is, you know, second fiddle kind of thing. But he's one of the 50 greatest players of all time. So it's fine. It's fine. So it's like you were able to find that one type of singular player to be able to bring the whole thing together now. That's just like a championship team. Right. Yeah. So that's the reason why Platoon's got squad leaders. <laughs> ain't that the truth. So it's it's good. I'm glad that, you know, I've I've improved. You know, I've improved my writing. I've improved uh my interviewing i've improved my podcasting um i've i need to do better with branding i'll definitely need to work on i that. think i think one thing you you are underling is what a good teacher you are because you're <laughs> you've taught helping helping a lot of the newer people learn how to be on the podcast learn how to contribute learn how to write better um you've been teaching me how to be a host like there's teaching how to interview all that, like that stuff is really teacher. important <laughs> like being able to 
say, okay, these are the things I've learned over the years. And here's some ways, you know, spotting talent and being able to uh, convey that and, and hone that and help foster that talent here so that other people can can enjoy and listen. Yeah. I think- oh, I definitely have to second that. I would not be <laughs> anywhere near where I'm at. And I still got a ways to go. But, man, you've taken me a long way. Uh, yeah. I thank you for that. I will say, uh, Stephen, I see that you're in the chat. I'm saying I'm Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan is Paul. That is what I'm saying. Hi, Stephen. Whoa, I don't know. I don't know if I could take the title of Michael Jordan there, but I think you deserve it. You started it. You kept it going. You have a wonderful philosophy and you scout some amazing talent. Don't let your ego overwhelm the podcast and drown us all. It's one of those things where I learned from him. I scouting the right people. Oh, I know. I know. So. So, I, I mean, I, what I can say is, is like, I usually try when it comes to this website, especially, I kind of try to find some, I find people that, you know, I know are going to build. I mean, you said brand. I think that's the best way to say it, even though <laughs> we can't really use the term tsunami. <laughs> but um, to, you know, I, I need people to help with the tsunami faithful brand. So, you know, it's about it's not about like um, growing the brand so much as it is just making the brand better. You know what I mean? Like people know who, what tsunami faithful.com is by now. People know what the tsunami faithful podcast is by now, Do you know? Do well, yeah. I mean, there are a couple people on Twitter that still go, Oh, we tsunami's to, back. I guess. Yeah. I, uh, I need to work on that too, but no, it's just so I just, I find it very fulfilling, accomplishing, you know, it's nice to sit back sometimes and see like, oh, wow, you really did a great thing. And and I say that more from what, you know, Paul did to start, followed by, you know, Darrell sketch than myself. And then, you know, Laser Kuro was on Alien, uh, Velour, Stevens. Hey, that's my name. It is. I know. I saw you, man. That's why I was like an alien, too. He's alive. It's definitely one of those types of things where I, I'm very, very, very um, fortunate more than anything. And I'm very happy, you know, and I know Tanami's hitting some rough times right now, just like we do. Right. I think mm-hmm. it's important to realize that while it isn't necessarily the strongest that we would like, I think the fact that we see it, you know, either persevere or try to get better, just like we do. And I find that kind of the same type of driving force that makes myself try to be better. So I think that's really, really important to keep that into perspective when it comes um, to doing these types of projects and stuff like that. So I'm just happy that I was able to contribute. Um, I do hope that long after tsunami has gone and hell long after even i'm gone if his time he's lasting that long right um that i was able to make fans better and i mean that more so in a sense of like trying to get rid of the demanding the spoiledness the oh i could do it so easy type of mindset that i feel a lot of detractors kind of feel um so i do hope that you know the work that i put in is to kind of show that you guys we can be better and we can you know do something great if we put our mind to it and like you can be, you know, I wouldn't say critical, but you can have, you know, second thoughts. So it's one of those types of things where um, it's just how the way you present it. And because I think if you can do that in a way that's, you know, both positive and um, 
constructive, then you get the same point across without seeming a bit, I want to say, pedantic or just spoiled. I think spoiled is probably the best way. So I'm hopeful that that's the kind of legacy that I can provide and leave for Toonami fans because I do... I think that's been a little unchecked. I think that's been a little unchecked, and I think it's up to, you know, other types of uh, us and other types of fans or uh, fan sites to be able to kind of make sure that people stay in their lane or something, anything. That's kind of my thing. But, you know, it's been an amazing accomplishment. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy that I've been able to meet such wonderful people. You know, I don't know where I'd be without Alien. You know, Kuro has been such a rock for me. Uh, Laser has been absolute pleasure and wonderful person to get to know, especially helping me become a better teacher. And of course, I wouldn't be anywhere without Paul Sketch and Darrell. I really do hope that there comes a time where all four of us will be able to be at a convention together if I feel safe to go to a convention. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's one of those types of things where I'm, I could not be any more pleased happy from the people who are still uh, working with us to the people who recently left or uh, left previously who i still love alien that includes you um hey. <laughs> well i, I love you. I, I love your music i can't stop listening to it sometimes <laughs> probably gonna do it before i go to sleep today um but it's one of those types of things where i cannot stress enough how wonderful it all is so yeah that's kind of my little spiel i will mm. i'll stay for a little bit but i will be heading out very soon because I, I i have a blanket and a nice mattress calling my name <laughs> tell me all the feels cj i all know feels. it's what i do I i'm a wordsmith say, i will say that you know it's it's very it's just very nice to have you know to have somebody else that can step in and do the things that need to be done and, you know, not only just make the, the site better, but also make all of us better as a result. So, you know, I can, I can honestly say that, you know, having, having CJ around is definitely probably one of the best things to, that could have happened to this website. Um, he doesn't probably want me to continue, but that's. that's are you, are you that's sure funny. about that? Some people would disagree that I would ruin Toonami Faithful. Oh, <laughs> no, hush, I don't hush, think. Hush, hush, no, no, yeah. no. I don't mean. I don't let mean me, people let here. Let me cut you off. I don't right mean here. people here. Yeah. <laughs> because Darrell needs to talk. <laughs> yes. Before he falls asleep and whatever. Uh, Darrell, we can cuddle. We can cuddle. At this point, the kind of pain that I'm in ain't no cuddling happening. God damn. Yeah. Um, bad back pain that's causing nerve pain. But, um, you know, starting this podcast and, you know, being scouted by Paul, like I tell everybody, I almost tell Paul to fuck off. He'd go fuck himself. You know, <laughs> I really was, you know. But some, you know, against better judgment and instincts, you know, I did choose to uh, come on and, like you said, you know, he always says that, you know, the ratings improved and, you know, the podcast got the momentum because of me. Yeah, yeah, whatever. It probably still would have did. Well, you had Richard Branson on before me. Trust me, you, you got what you needed at that point. But, you know, I enjoyed doing the podcast with you guys because, you know, eventually I got to know all you guys and 
y'all literally became like my second family, you know. You know, I check on y'all, try to do what I can. And, you know, followers, you know, talk to people. You know, during the early years, I really reached out to a lot of people. I still do. You know, people came to me with personal problems. You know, I even tutored a couple of people who needed help with school. I encourage people to stay in school, you know, go education route if you could, you know, go back to school, do what you need to do. I'm real proud of them for doing that. And I know sometimes I was real pretty much unfiltered at times and I just was reckless because I just didn't give a fuck. And at some points I still don't because when you piss me off enough, I will go off. And, you know, it was just kind of like, I look at, you know, I'm a real protective person when it comes to people that I love and care about, you know, and that's what the podcast ended up being. Like I said, a second family to me, you know, yeah, I'll definitely reach out to me when I'm, you know, when something's going on, I tell you what's going on. You know, I tend to keep a lot of, I tend to keep a lot of things to myself when I internalize it, but, you know, even when I share personal things, which, you know, the outpouring and outreach was always great with you guys. Um, I learned a lot on the tech side, you know, doing these, doing this podcast that I was actually able to explain a lot of things to other people who were interested in doing podcasts and, you know, of course, mom's like one of the number one fans in the beginning, still is, you know, when she does listen to an episode here and there, thank God I don't get smacked across the head anymore. Mm. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that immensely. Shut up. <laughs> but for the most part, I can say that the Toonami Faithful fandom and Toonami fandom as a whole has been great. Of course, we had toxic people, but one of the greatest things, you know, is like the Black Lives Matter um, promos and, you know, just literally being seen. Because being a minority in this um, in this industry sometimes, it can be a real issue because I'm not supposed to fit a certain narrative, man. You know, the thing is, I never judge anybody based on color, skin, race, creed, orientation, anything like that. I feel you are who you are. If you're an asshole, then I'm going to give you that same asshole energy. The thing is, I might wrap it up a little bit more. And I would say that through the years, I kind of mellowed out. Like, we almost had 10 years with this podcast. And in 10 years, I did not think that I would still be doing this. I thought I'd probably be part of my ways and listening to probably you know, a new crew, which we do have now. And I'm very, very proud of y'all with the way y'all can carry podcasts, interviews, and everything to do, especially under that Jose standard. You know, the early days, it was a lot of fun. And it was still, it's still fun when I do manage to get on a podcast, you know. But I definitely got to thank Paul, you know, being my best bro on here. You know, seriously, just taking a chance on me and stealing me from another podcast because he thought I was funny enough to be on there uh, and not kick me off. <laughs> uh, yeah, whatever. You know, you know. <laughs> I swear we're going to be two old men in a nursing home one day and I'm going to step on your damn oxygen while I switch your dang old heart medicine with Viagra. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Count me in. But yeah. I mean, I love CJ. I'm glad that we had the good sense um, when we interviewed him to bring him on. CJ, you've been such a blessing and just a great asset to you know the podcast, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely remember proud. it too. Um, <laughs> I mean, the fact that I just asked you when we was in an interview, which was kind of fun. I was like, hey, just be yourself. You don't have to act any type of way. You don't have to be professional. Because me and Paul was pretty much doing what we normally do. And after the interview, you know, me and Paul talking, dude, you were like, 
usually win, man. And, you know, Paul has a great ability to pick the right people because he knows, you know. And the thing is, one thing I can say about Tsunami Faithful Podcast is it's the fact that we're a whole vibe. You know, we always have good chemistry. We always didn't agree with each other. But, you know, we never did it out in the open. We did that behind closed doors. Like you're supposed to. You know, like it's supposed to be done. Mm-hmm. But, you know, through the years, we really did learn a lot. And there was a lot of professionalism that, you know, came with, you know, trial and error. You know, I like to think that some of my military experience, you know, did serve as well. <laughs> Even when <laughs> I probably would have got a UCMJ Article 15 for a lot of stuff that I did. <laughs> it's it. But, you know, just to wrap it up, because I'm kind of rambling now. But this has probably been the greatest experience because this podcast literally kept me sane and it kept me alive from doing some stupid stuff, man, especially considering what I was dealing with in my own personal life. So if I can say anything, one of the biggest things I can really say is the podcast literally did save my life. Okay, then. Yeah. Mm. No, I, I think I can understand that because when you are depressed having something to look forward to can be really lining and I remember when I came across the podcast I was in a really really horrible spot I had no job I lost my job prospects were low I was living with my parents and uh, had come out of a bad relationship and just everything was sort of conspiring it felt like to make life or shit and uh, you know I had tsunami that I could look forward to and then midweek it was podcast and quite frankly hearing the voices hearing the dialogue just something I could think about and focus on that wasn't about my own misery and and I remember putting my headphones on and going for a run and and hearing you guys and laughing and then sometimes talking to myself like making a contributing comment like they should have excuse me, they should have said this or they should have said that and and having having something to do and to listen to and something to look forward to every week, twice a week, you know, Tsunami itself and the podcast, it kept me, it kept me going when I needed, needed it and so I can understand that. I think that, you know, as a listener, that's important, but also finding joy. It wasn't just about staying afloat. It was about finding joy, finding humor, finding like minds, people out there who thought you thought or were talking about what you wanted to talk about and knowing you aren't alone in like this, this one obsession that we all have, which is this block and why it's such a formative and important experience. And then being able to talk about programs and hear what's going on and if I missed an episode or if I missed something I could get the recap back when we were doing recaps and and all of it and just feeling plugged into that community feeling a part of the community really meaningful and I think my forming the friendship with CJ when you all had the discord uh, that really really was my segue into this and now it's become a different animal for me something that that I can contribute to a creative outlet something enjoyable in a different way you know especially with life a little more stable and a lot less painful it can be something it can be something uh, um, consistent 
you know, always know I can, I can focus on some writing or, or do the podcast and, and talk about the show and, and be around people now that I have these really important relationships with, you know, you guys are all really, really special in my life. And I mean, I, I would go through lengths to prove, you know, my friendship with you all. So it isn't just, isn't just from how much I enjoy listening. It's also what it's transcended to, to something that, that, you know, now several years, I, I feel confidently like you all are my friends and, and like me, we, we make the joke about coming to my house and eating the eggs for my chickens. I, I wouldn't just invite <laughs> anybody over to my home. <laughs> also, our ridiculously cringy uh, puns that make me laugh really hard. You know, no our puns, wacky, our wacky conversations on our on our internal chat. You know, the silly things we talk about. Sometimes, sometimes we get like internally political. And sometimes we talk about news, but we like we spend a lot of time talking about bullshit and it's funny. You know, we spent one day where everybody was just making puns about eggs and I almost screenshot it and posted it. But I thought, no, no, this is this is this is too much. People it was a very excellent day. It was these, these quite like frankly exasperating. It was. Yeah. The, the I hate you all. Talk about. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, damn. Y'all got yokes. <laughs> all right. Uh -huh. I'm, I'm leaving. Goodbye. Yeah. Oh, see? <laughs> yeah, so so just hearing hearing CJ say that and then and then Darrell say that, it, it, made me, it made me feel really deeply that. And I, I'm sure I'm not the only listener who has been in this position and has felt this way and, and know that your experience is relatable and you're not alone and that it's okay to find meaning in things like this, but also to find joy. It, that's, that's perfectly fine too. And keep enjoying. We want you to enjoy and we hope we keep bringing you smiles and making you think and taking you away from the nuances and tediousness of life by, you know, tuning in our podcast. In our articles, read our articles, please read the articles. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm going to bounce. It has been wonderful that I actually had enough energy to even be on this long. Feel better, uh, CJ. I know. We love I you. Have you I here, cannot man. wait to go to sleep today. I am going to have like 80 layers and I'm sweating all it out. Oof. And and don't worry, I'll be over later, CJ. I don't know if you're going to want to. I'm going to be smelling like ass. <laughs> it's going to be so bad, but. Yeah, I'll I'll try to feel better, but it was good. <laughs> Alien, I absolutely missed you. I am so happy that you were able to come on by. Yeah. So that's good. Um, you guys keep doing your thing, and hopefully others will be able to join you early. All right, well, I am officially signing off. <laughs> I'll take the role of Darrell. I am officially signing off. Deuces. I'm out. Bye, everyone. I'll be back. Yes, and uh, Darrell also has left us. Darrell has left the building. Because this is all. health reasons, not because we're not cool people. We're super cool yep. people. I actually, we're totally cool people. Oh, absolutely. Um, I actually want to echo what uh, Kuro was saying. When I first found Tsunami Faithful, I was actually in a pretty rough spot myself. I lost some friends that I'd had for a very long time. I, I was having a rough time. The podcast, the community at the time that we had, that that's how I found Tell Me Faithful. Man, I, I just 
I don't know where I'd be without this uh, podcast. It's fun. It's fun. It I is laugh fun. when I do it. I love hanging out with you guys. We're ridiculous sometimes. We're silly. We're stupid. We're just we, sometimes. We take forever to start recording. Oh my god! It's uh, like yes, our well, best we'll sit thing. there and just talk about the, the something completely unrelated for like an hour and a half. I'm like, oh, we need to talk about god. the podcast. Mm -hmm. So I like to think that I have helped us stay off tangents when we're actually recording. The mistress of the segue. <laughs> no, she just she segue. just yells. That's all it is. I like it. The mistress of the segue. That's we don't good. do that. Now. <laughs> I, I've seen worse, um, and and I'm sure so has Alien because um, we we've both been on the Demon Slayer podcast where uh, tangents have been interesting. Oh, the tangenteros. I'm still I'm still mad at you guys for that ten minute tangent of uh, like different zone in here. Like, I know. I had to edit out. You poor soul. I've never ceased feeling bad for you on that one. <laughs> you still owe me for the mesothelioma. I do. I do. I was wondering if you were going to mention that or not. <laughs> if you or a loved one has contacted mesothelioma. <laughs> I can't even say it. I, it was Muzonthelioma. Muzonthelioma. <laughs> that's that's what happened to to Alien when he was editing our ten minute, completely ridiculous tangent. Goodness, goodness, goodness. <laughs> yeah, I told I told them I, I have now contracted mesothelioma and I'm entitled to financial compensation. <laughs> <laughs> Those were times, man. Those were times. Remember when Jason and uh, Josh came on for a guest podcast? We gotta bring them on again, man. That was fun. That was funny to listen to. Yeah, Jason and Gil are always entertaining. Yeah, play off each other really well. Yeah, oh, keep yeah. listening, guys. I want to be on a <laughs> podcast with y'all. <laughs> well, Mister Demarco's a very busy man these days. No, no, not, not, too, not too busy to be constantly on Twitter. <laughs> it's been really Dude. interesting to see him just get more and more active. It's mm. one way of putting it. <laughs> yes, well, I'm trying to be diplomatic. But honestly, I, it's been it's been <laughs> also crazy. kind of refreshing because we, we know a lot more than we normally would have. Oh, yeah, they are. Uh, <laughs> I constantly see people be like, well, why, you know, why, why don't they tell us more? It's like, you, no one else would ever tell you even as much as he has. Honestly, we what? didn't used to get this kind of information. It's been shocking that we do get it. <laughs> oh, Kuro yeah. meant, meant Josh and Jason. <laughs> Josh and Japheth. Yes, absolutely. Those guys are great. We, we've had some fun times with having them on. I'm just sad we, I missed my my uh the when we had Grant on that made me sad. Yeah, sorry about that, That's buddy. Okay. It was I'm, a very I'm, full group, so mm, yes. I don't blame I'm, it all. It's I'm, just... I'm sure I'm sure we'll drag Grant on another time. Absolutely. <laughs> The dad jokes were plentiful. <laughs> yes, that's why I wanted to be there. Was to be you, me, and him in there. It would just be a dad joke apocalypse. Mm-hmm. True that. 
true that. Uh, so, Alien. Yeah. T- t- tell us your Toonami Faithful story. Uh, once upon a time, <laughs> I asked CJ if I could join. He said yes, the end. And it was about that easy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like for real, it actually was that. Like we were just we were just talking, and I um I read his reviews a lot on Tanami Faithful, because I, I actually did like writing reviews. I mostly just did it for like Facebook anime groups, and so like I told him, I was like, "Damn, like reading your stuff kind of makes me want to get back into write, writing stuff." And he's just like, "Oh, okay," and he you know asked me if I wanted to join, and I was like, "Oh hell yeah!" And so I wrote some sample reviews. He's like, "Well, this is really good," and. That's pretty much how it started. I was already in like the Tanami Faithful Discord, so I kind of already knew most of everybody. Yeah, a lot of so people Splatoon knew. back then. The Splatoon nights yep. were real. Mm. And then outside of that, of course, I had my little place in the Tanami fandom as the guy that used to make like 50,000 fan promos and bumps and stuff like that. Um, so that also helped. <laughs> And then, yeah, just, you know, wrote things every now and again. Still made my music that was sadly rarely ever used. But it still gets used sometimes, which is nice. Um, I wasn't there for a long time, just about a year and a half, though. Because around 2020, I got super damn busy. A lot of things were happening in both life and with my other creative stuff. So... I sadly had to leave because I just didn't have the time to write and didn't really have much time to even watch Tsunami, actually, especially after I got my new job mm-hmm. at the time because I got the night job. So I ended up working every single Saturday night that Tsunami was on. Mm. That's and right. That really, yeah, that and, really sucks. Unless you're working security at some place that has a TV and you can just watch Toonami all night. <laughs> uh, it wasn't that simple. No, most jobs don't. <laughs> yep. But, no. I mean, my time there, still still great. I'm, like, I still talk to, you know, most of the people at TF. I'm still cool with most of the people. So, like, hey, it was, you know, I, I still got some very long-lasting friendships out of it. Still chill out, especially with Laser Kid and, and Kuro and stuff. And then V-Lord, of course, you know, since, you know, me and Laser and V-Lord are all on Demon Slayer podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And you lose the V-Lord, who apparently was sleeping, oh. which is a rare event. That is a rare <laughs> event. <laughs> V-Lord sleeping? I know, right? It's a thing. What? It happened. We caught it. What? <laughs> I don't believe I liked it when, when you were making tracks. I love that for the, for the podcast. When you were making tracks for the podcast. I miss that shit. Love it sounded when we talked about Megalobox and you made tracks for that. <laughs> I, didn't I made an appearance. Speak his name and he shall appear. Ooh. Is he even alive? Yeah, he's in the chat. 
Oh, well then tell him to get his ass on Skype. <laughs> V-Lord, come and join us. Yeah, we're talking trash about you. Not you really. heard the man. You gotta tell us about your podcast universe. Yeah, that I, that I, I, yeah. V-Lord <laughs> is the podcast master. <laughs> I corrupted you and me, and now you do too many podcasts. Yes, I got that. Wait, what have you man. done? What have you done? What have I done? Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was I expecting you to sorry. say what I kind of say, except you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I am bringing him on. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. The Nick rare sleepy V-Lord. <laughs> it's a rare sleepy V-Lord. Yeah, if you saw on Twitter earlier today, I had this really giant uh, dosa, and that kind of just knocked me out for most of the day. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're here. You're here now. You're here now. Yes, that's what matters most. And now it's the Demon Slayer podcast takeover. <laughs> All uh, part of the master plan. I don't know about that, but... All according to Keikaku. Mm-hmm. V-Lord, tell us of your Toonami faithful journey. Oh, okay. Let's see. So I started off as a listener, I guess. And, like, I think I started listening, like, 2013, late 2012. And, yeah, I just really got hooked. I think, like, uh, I think part of what really, like, got me into it was Darrell. Just, like, because hearing him on the podcast was always awesome. And, like, he has such an awesome personality that, like, it kind of just makes you want to keep listening. And so when I, like, joined the Discord eventually, I think I was really happy to be a part of the community. And, like, actually joining on is kind of insane to me that the fact that I went from being a fan to being staff is honestly just so... It's weird, but it's also, like, just an awesome experience because, like... I'm now been on both sides. It's like, yeah, I'm incredibly grateful for everything I've been able to do because of that. Plus being able to talk with all of you guys is always amazing. And that's just like always a highlight whenever I have to do it. So, yeah. Uh, uh, they are stream ended. Yep. I was yeah. just about to mention that. And it does look like that is the case. The stream ended. No, the stream's still on. No, it's not. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. it's back I now. I killed the stream, guys. I'm too you powerful. Killed it. <laughs> I, 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 well, you luckily, do? we have the third-party recording. Yo! <laughs> All hail the third-party recording. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. We just had an intruder situation. <laughs> it's fine. We're back now. We did. Oh, intruder alert. Thanks. Hey. I mean, I, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it right now, and it looks like it's up. Oh, it's up again. Yeah, but it's only been up for 40 seconds, according to the timer. (laughs) Remember, guys, when we were trying to do a live cast, and somebody took over our Twitch, and we couldn't record and stream on the Twitch. No, no, don't don't, don't bring that up when he can't defend himself. (laughs) Was it Fabian? Even though it's yes. indefensible. <laughs> oh no. He's never just he's just never gonna live that know, down, I is he? We should Poor we should Fabian. let him come on here and defend himself. We should. Yeah, maybe Poor Fabian. 
Fabian, we're one hundred percent talking about you, dude. <laughs> it's okay. We love you, Fabian. They they jump in, <laughs> they jump they jump in your ass in this in this live stream. <laughs> you got you, you got shaded. <laughs> they beating your ass in the QRTs. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of my favorites because like i was new it was supposed to be my first time recording and we're all sitting there for an hour like waiting to get on the stream <laughs> oh there's his defense he didn't know he didn't know sure sure that's you know, what they said just, about rwanda Fabian. that's what they it's said just... about rwanda <laughs> sorry i'm kidding it is fun to bring up alien alien be right we, we just like messing with you, dude. <laughs> no, he deserves to be whooped. I'll send him to... I'll send <laughs> oh, him to no. It's like our best, like, joke, though, now. Like, we could just keep, you know, giving him shit. <laughs> just send V-Lord. Send V-Lord there, too, just for the hell of it. Oh, do I have to? Not again. Oh, but never if you had actually started streaming, the host would have stopped. Is that is that how it works? No, I remember I remember uh, somebody trying to log in. Dude, Fabian, come come in, come talk, stop chatting. Yeah, maybe somebody talk. maybe somebody else was trying to stream, and maybe that almost knocked us off or something. I don't know. I don't no know. idea. I don't know the ways of Twitch. <laughs> but I mean, it's up. I know it's up right now. So. Uh, well, but it's a tee up memeable moment. Before he gets in here, uh, <laughs> Laser, yeah, uh, would you like to elaborate on on your coming into the Toonami Faithful Fold? Sure. So I found Toonami Faithful because of the old Discord server that uh, Rip, but it was around for a good while. Um, at the time, a couple of my uh, local buddies and I were watching Toonami, and i got to give a shout-out to our dragon. He actually found that Discord. It's like, hey, we should go hang out on here. And I jumped on there. I met Alien. I met V-Lord. I can't remember if I ran into you that early or not, Sketch, but it wasn't too much longer. Um, got chatting with everybody. Just, you know, made friends with people. We started playing ridiculous amounts of Splatoon 2 with people. And I really started... At that point, I started listening to the podcast, reading articles, and I tried to join in but there's so many of us that were like hey we're we're new here we have these these uh thoughts and ideas there's so many there's only so much room for new staff at the time and so v lord alien you guys both beat me in here uh and i kept uh, doing guest articles for a while and eventually you guys had me on on the podcast as a uh, guest uh commentator and gelled pretty well and Eventually, you guys said, "Hey, do you want to? Do you still want to join?" I'm like, "Oh, heck yes!" And I've been here for almost two years now. now thank goodness for that, because his recordings tend to turn out the best. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> if nothing else, I'll take that. But I do have a Come lot of fun on, being with you guys. But why isn't? Am I coming through at all? Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, we hear you. Hey, dude. Hey, now we can jump you in Skype. No. This is actually <laughs> Skype on my new computer, so I need Ooh. to set it up properly. It sounds pretty good, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you do come so now, well. now we can throw shade in your face. In your face. You ruined my first recording, Fabian. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> I guess jumping off laser for a sec, I just realized I never technically applied to Tsunami Faithful. Paul just like DM'd me. And I just... <laughs> you in the chat can say that they can hear me? Yes, we yeah. can hear you. We can hear you. Yes, we, we hear can you. hear you. Yeah. Hear you. I mean, apparently you can't hear us, but okay. Right. Blue Yeti's back to being default. Why? Okay. And... Now, I owe it all to Dr. Stone because I did a lot of Dr. Stone. Art okay, I can hear now. <laughs> oh, about time. I apologize for that. This, this yeah, is like the yeah. first time I have Skype set up on my new computer because I saw you guys were doing this. I'm like, I should probably set it up in case they invite me on. Uh, but I forgot to check and make certain that all my audio devices were set. Oh, wait, wait. You wanted to come on? Oh, geez. We're going to have to take you off. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, sh so where are we at? Uh, we were at you ruined my debut. <laughs> you ruined my diva moment, man. Oh, that live stream was your debut? That was my debut. <laughs> I was busy raging playing God of War. I know. We were watching you. Oh, my God. Yeah, the thing so is, funny. you guys were chatting it in the Tsunami Faithful chat, and it wasn't being transferred over to my chat. But for some reason, Jen was seeing you guys chat, even though she was in my chat. So I was really confused. <laughs> That is we were posting bizarre. in like Discord on Twitter. We were posting in all the things. I didn't have I any of that open at that time. And then when I finally just gave up after getting pissed off fighting like m like a mid tier boss that I hated, I finally look at Twitter. I'm like, Oh God, what uh -oh. did I do? Uh -oh. <laughs> you sabotage Shinami <laughs> Faithful with a boss rage mode. Gone into tsunami faithful lore now, so it's kind of it's kind of a joke. It's just a joke now. I have that stream saved. Oh my gosh, that's amazing! <laughs> so he Christ. can remember the shame. <laughs> like I'm pretty certain I have it saved somewhere. Like like I'm like at some point I'm gonna do a highlight reel of me raging, and then if I could get like permission to like try and like uh, pull up all the messages I was getting. While Jen was telling me that they were trying to stream. My God, that'd be so funny. I watched that. But of course, I would have I to mean, I enjoy watching from your, all you your, guys uh, that were involved. I enjoy watching your Among Us videos with all of us. Those are some of my favorites. The yeah. push the button one. Or as chasing you. Team building exercises, guys. Those are team bonding exercises. Among <laughs> Us is good team building. It is great. It is the best team building. And, and unfortunately, what it t teaches us is that you can't trust anyone. Yes. Exactly. What I learned is that you don't want to make Laser paranoid. Do not chase me. <laughs> Chasing me makes me think you're sus. Baby, and what you learned is you're going to die first. <laughs> oh, yeah. no! <laughs> that used to be me. That used to be Kuro. For a while, it was me. You know, I could only do so many times, so many months of being the first one to die that it's time for somebody so, like, else. This, is, this isn't what the script says. <laughs> incidentally, incidentally, all those times where I was getting killed, I wasn't the murderer. But then when I when you were dying, I was legitimately the murderer almost every time. Wow. <laughs> she admits you it. You guys doing like a little bit of reminiscing, going through our history and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do, yeah. Do you remember nice. the first thing you did for Toonami Faithful? Uh, donated to 
No, well, the thing is, the first thing I did was the call to action to purchase uh, Dead Man Wonderland to kind of like build oh, interest ooh. in a second season that didn't happen, which kickstarted my own anime DVD and Blu-ray collection, which I'm still building. Like I got that, and then I got Spice and Wolf, and then it just continued from there. God, you make uh, me feel old. My first anime DVDs were in like 2000. Then, Same. Uh, the next thing I did, that that's just like indirect uh, with Tanami Faithful. The thing that I did is that I donated $60. I forget the voice actor's name who needed that surgery. But I donated $60 uh, because you guys promoted that cause and said that if we if someone did like certain amount, which I think was like $50, and I ended up donating 60 mm. and provided proof that I had done that we had done that. Who that was that? Because that that was before Chris Ayers, I believe. I was just thinking, is it that Ayers? was like very early? Did that was while Jerry Jose was ho- was hosting. Yeah, uh, like I want to say yeah. that was within the first two to three years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I did that, and I got to get, have us talk about like uh, I think that that one was we got to talk about the to not, uh, there, there was this post on Tumblr that was talking about like. The benefits of Tanami being on Adult Swim. I forget what that list was. Oh, was it Jerry Gelb? I I forget who posted it. I just remember there was like 10 reasons why Tanami on Adult Swim is beneficial. Something like that. And at that time, it was also uh, Pacific Rim, which I went to see the movie. And we got to talk about that at the end of the podcast. Since Tanami did the Pacific Rim uh, with Guillermo del Toro. Which is crazy that the, we had Guillermo del Toro like fake talking to Tom. Uh, that was just like my first instance on the podcast where I introduced where I came in early and where I came in out of turn. Uh, the next time I was on the podcast is uh, when I donated to Tanami Faithful's. Uh, I forget what convention it was. I think it was a Momocon uh, in which I donated $100 to like support their coverage of that event and got to come on. And what did we talk about for that one? There was two things. And, and Sketch, I think this is the one that you were there for. Could be. Uh, there was two things. Uh, one of them was like discussing... Was it sketch or was it also was it still was it? man this this is becoming a blur for me because uh, I was thinking it was near that transition uh, between Jose and sketch. Uh, we th- th- there were two things that we recorded. One was a discussion that is I'm blanking on. I forget what the actual discussion was that went live to the podcast. Uh, the other was a set of questions that I asked to the podcast members like Paul and, and the other ones in relation to Tanami Faithful as well as Geeky. Mm. That was recorded but never got released. Dude. I had like 12 or so questions that I asked them and they provided the answers. It was recorded but it never ended up getting Well, if it didn't get released, it was probably under my tenure. <laughs> <laughs> So that's why a lost podcast. Secure the reason why. The dark I age. I don't sketch. think. Uh, I don't think Jose ever lost a podcast. <coughs> I don't think. <laughs> he might have. 
How, how should oh, I know? Oh, I, I mixed it up. The uh, second one was actually talking about that Tumblr post, and then the uh, questions. The, my first time coming on was talking about shows with Jose, Paul, Paul and all of them, uh, talking about like the kind of shows that we would like to see on Tanami. And I and I had like a list of suggestions that we talked about. I mixed that up. Whoopsies. You have oh. really good memory. That's very specific. Indeed. <laughs> all right, so we're gonna we're gonna send him to Darrell's basement. Probably. Like one of the ones that I suggested was uh, Birdie the Mighty Decode. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh that's a we good still one. need that. Excellent we choice. We can still do that today. Like I would still I would watch I would that. watch that absolutely. You haven't seen it. Although, I think I also suggested is that K even at the still time. licensed at the top right now. No, it's not. <laughs> that's what I was God. afraid of. I had a feeling that was gone. Hmm. Luckily, I got the save DVD. Nice. Yeah, that's the one I have. And then after that second podcast, it was when I got asked to become more of a regular component of the podcast. I know I did some of the uh, recaps dealing with like Space Dandy Attack on Titan. Uh, one of the ones that I actually like did a host of was the Attack on Titan Season 1 Episode 18 because it was one of my favorite episodes. Uh, purely for that music, that music cue of that one random scout be, being in slow motion and this chant, fucking beautiful. Uh, and then right now, you guys, this this is like my one rare instance where I come on the podcast. Like uh, the last time I was on the podcast, I think was when we talked about Genlock. Man, might have been. Yeah, yeah, I think I was on that podcast. Has it really and been that long since we've had you on? My favorite thing that we got to do with the pod, with the podcast with me, I mentioned this in the chat earlier. Uh, I'm talking about the uh, live stream chat for whoever might be less listening to listening after the fact. Uh, I got to do a podcast with Alien, Sketch, and Jazz, in which we talked about like the. Tanami fan videos that we all made, our promos, music videos, hodgepodges, and all that. And I thought that was like really cool. And I got to learn some things about working with audio that I'm now uh, implementing in my videos. Yeah, that was a really fun episode. Yeah, that like was Like you great. telling me that having the music audio around negative 12 decibels is a lifesaver. <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, Jazz letting me know that 5.1 surround sound audio is a way you can isolate music or isolate some parts of the audio. That helped me out amazingly for the Ruby Volume 7 Tsunami promo I made, which was the first one that I made using that technique. I found out how to get that 5.1 surround sound audio on my computer and figure out like how to get it all separated and removed. And it was thanks to that podcast episode that I was able to figure that out. Nice. Well, glad you learned something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I believe the the uh, the voice actor that uh, that was uh, the donations were going to was Jerry Gelb. I think that's right. Yeah. This this was quite quite some time before um, Chris Ayers had his uh, initial health scare, as far as I can recall. May he rest in peace. The great, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. The great Christmas. <laughs> you know, Sketch, 
for all of your uh, fun, self-deprecating comments, you do the human's work to bring the podcast around a week. You do the editing. You organize us to record. You keep the, the weeks and what we have to record, you know, content-wise organized. So I think it's time. To and let me you. tell you, it's herding cats. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. So why don't you tell us about your Tudami faithful experience? I want to hear from you for sure. So other people must. We love you, Sketch. You're great and funny. Well, my Tudami faithful journey uh, began by uh, this podcast keeping me company on long security officer shifts that were very boring. But I had the enjoyment of the Toonami Faithful podcast and also the unofficial Toonami podcast to uh, to keep me company on those cold, dark nights, <laughs> all alone watching things as a security officer. Uh, those were the times, and uh, I just really, I really enjoyed both of those podcasts. And it wasn't too long before I was able to uh, sneak on to the uh, unofficial Toonami podcast with Zach and Steve. Uh, but even then, I wasn't on that that often, really. Uh, and then they kind of uh, decided to merge in with Toonami Faithful, and I was along for the ride. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, suddenly I was uh, on this podcast that I very much enjoyed listening to, and uh, then unexpectedly jose said hey you have the kings to the kingdom now <laughs> like oh well <laughs> i'll try to uh, keep it going <laughs> eight years later <laughs> we're uh, we're still at it and i have certainly been talking about tsunami almost non-stop for mm, 20 years <laughs> Me looking a little, at a, my Twitter. A little, a little bit less so in say uh, 2009 to 2011. I didn't really talk about Toonami much, other than to reminisce. Because honestly, when the block was canceled in 2008, I was ready. I, I, I was ready for a world without Toonami. I was okay with it. I was ready to move on. And, you know, I, I still enjoyed anime, I still enjoyed action animation, and I was uh, thoroughly enjoying what was offered in, in that regard. You know, there was great shows like Young Justice and the Green Lantern animated series, uh, Avatar and Legend of Korra. Uh, of course, there was still plenty of anime, and One Piece never freaking goes away. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was uh, not not for a loss of uh, enjoying never action animation. Adventure. But... You know, by uh, by 2012, th the very idea that Toonami would ever come back was just nowhere in my head. Uh, I was looking at the state of Adult Swim action and being like, geez, how much longer is this even going to go on? They haven't picked up a show since Dorarara, and it's, it seems like they're really winding down. And as far as we understand that that might have actually been the case. But uh, then... Unexpectedly, Toonami comes back. They pull a stunt. Everybody's really excited. Lots of fan movement. And, yeah, I mean, the rest is history. But 
as I said, I basically never stopped talking about Toonami one way or another. <laughs> so, or punning about it. It 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 only made sense for me to, you know, infiltrate and take over the most prolific Toonami fan podcast <laughs> that was existing at the time to, uh, you know, make sure that my opinions were heard. <laughs> That, Weren't you also doing absolution sessions? Yeah, I, I was doing the absolution sessions as as my own thing, just because again, I never stopped talking about tsunami. <laughs> <laughs> There's plenty of other things I'm interested in, and yet I have dedicated so very, very much of my time in the past eight years plus to talking about tsunami on the internet through podcasts on forums. We're all grateful. Absolutely. <laughs> it's and I don't know how much that amounts to anything really. But the one takeaway for me is all the great friendships and business relationships that have come out of just doing that. I've lo I've met lots of cool people. I've met some people that I tremendously admire. Very talented people, very cool people, and I never would have had that opportunity if not for hosting this podcast and working with this website. And I am so grateful for that because Matt, <laughs> Phil Lamar, Steve Bloom, uh, more recently David K, Colin Klinkenbeard, who I adore. It's just the list goes on and on. Kari Walgren. I, I, I can't name them all because it's it's just phenomenal the amount of amazing people that I've been able to interact with just because of being part of this. So I'm very, very, very grateful to have that. And I definitely am proud of the work that we've done. There are times when I feel like we could have done better. There are times when I feel like I was being uh, too, too, uh, too much of a perfectionist. <laughs> Is Toonami Faithful a failed experiment? No oh dear. No, nope. I would say we are definitely not a failed experiment. We've been <laughs> we've been going We're for still experimenting. Almost almost <laughs> ten years now. And we're too stubborn to quit, clearly. Pretty much. Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Honestly, ha having hosted this podcast for eight years and uh <laughs> Jose had the right idea of getting out when he did. <laughs> It's, it's a lot. It's definitely a lot. And uh, unlike him, I have not prepared a successor. So I guess I'm just kind of <laughs> stuck doing it until I do. You're not allowed to leave. Uh, don't say that. Forever. <laughs> don't say just that. Like v -Lord. Just like V-Lord. Forever. Oh, no, I, I still have a way know. out. I'm definitely going to need a Oh, no, you don't have days. a way out. No, no, no. I'll hunt you down. Oh, I don't have a way out. I'm in the basement. But I, I must admit to myself, if I, if I wasn't doing this podcast, I'd probably still be talking about Toonami somewhere. <laughs> so it, it kind of defeats the purpose of walking away, right? <laughs> it's You're a very so, talented host you are. Absolutely. I oh, definitely agree with that. Uh, I'm, I'm becoming increasingly not as enthused about listening to myself talk. 
because I, I notice, uh, like, I notice when I breathe and snort and all of that stuff and uh, how often I laugh obnoxiously. But, yeah, uh, you know. Me flashing back hey, to Perry Walgan in the Oh, my God. <laughs> Hey, if you think that's bad, try being a rapper and a voice actor at the same time. Ooh. I've I've tried my hand at voice acting. <laughs> it's, it was it's weird. A tough gig. As have I. Editing my first set of thoughts videos after recording myself. Part of the like reason a- that uh, I started, I am a podcaster because I am because I am a failed voice actor. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Well, I mean, if you want to see my horrible voice acting, you can track me down on Newgrounds. I don't recommend it. Oh, man. I, oh, I, you were a new grounder? Oh, I was. Alien is a very talented voice actor who I think uh, will go far. I agree with that completely. <laughs> yeah. I in, in any cool case, yeah. Stop being broke. <laughs> Dude, we all, we all need that. Like, mm. seriously. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's the other reason that I haven't pursued voice acting because it don't pay. Yeah, I, I mean, it does, I, I it may, does I pay may... depending on where you're going. But if, well, if you're trying to yeah. only do anime, yeah, yeah, no, you had it a ain't gonna pay. I, you, you don't wake <laughs> you up and become else. Rob Paulson, okay? You don't. No. <laughs> you don't do that. It takes it takes a lot of work, a lot of hustle. Oh man. Uh, for anyone interested in that topic. Check out New Deal for Animation if you are passionate about getting voice actors their proper pay. Yes, please. And And animators. And animators. I mean, it's it's definitely worse in Japan, particularly for animators. It's really bad in Japan, and that's just a whole bag of worms. But even in the U.S., where they're definitely paid better than they are overseas, they're, they're getting screwed. They're totally getting screwed by the way contracts work because these things were established many, many years before the streaming model, which has changed the whole landscape. And I don't want to get on a soapbox here, but like people need to get paid for their work. Amen. They work so hard and they deserve a living wage. Ooh. Where's my mug, Paul? I want my One Piece mug, Paul. Oh, are we getting, giving out <laughs> One Piece mugs? I like a One Piece mug. Hey, I want um, one Paul's not here right now, mug. but if you'd like to leave a message, <laughs> I'll get you. Yeah, a I don't work here anymore, but I'll I like get getting free stuff. Can I get a free mug? Yeah. <laughs> no. Even, we even all get One Piece mugs. Try to get our mug from Right Stuff Anime for Paul. Like, come on, as a staff. Get the, get the Straw the Hat prize. Pirate mug, and then we can recreate the scene where they all smash the mugs together. Excellent. Okay, we're rating like Paul's house for mugs. This is a good plan. I mean, if, you, if you're going to raid my house for mugs, you have to take care of my kid, too. Everybody listening in, tweet at Paul Pasquillo. Where are the mugs? One, pick, one piece mugs. Use one the hashtag mug. Our mugs combined. Hashtag mug gate. Mug gate. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag one I'll give you mug, mug gate. Hashtag gate derail. We don't get paid. Oh. We ask for very little. And a mug, I feel like it's fair compensation. <laughs> Where are my mugs? Actually, actually, Kuro... Fabian should get you that cup because he screwed up your debut. So there you oh, go. Uh, oh, deflection. <laughs> Another thing, Paul, is you've been saying you're going to spin us DVDs forever. Where, where's our DVDs? 
I've been waiting to review shit for a long, long time. I'm going to be waiting for longer, I know. It's mm. never going to happen. You never mail anything. No, I think I sent everything out, actually. At least the last time everybody wanted stuff. But that was a long time ago. I haven't gotten a lot of stuff, but there again, we're now talking about Crunchyroll being Facebook. So Not yeah. Facebook, not um, Funimation being Crunchyroll. Wow, I'm losing my mind at this point. Yeah, <laughs> It's Crunchymation. We call it Crunchy Nation it on this podcast. Or is it Funny Roll? Crunchy Roll dubs. Funny Roll. But we are coming up at 11 o'clock here, guys. Uh-oh. That's true. It's almost the witching hour. Eh. Yeah, and, I, I, and I have, to, I have to go join... I have to go join uh, CJ in his house, so... <laughs> <laughs> Make sure yeah, he's not dead. Yeah, it's time for Tsunami Faithful cuddle sesh, I guess. Shh, nobody has to know about that. Group hug. <laughs> Aww. Wow. But well, yeah, it's it's been <laughs> good. It's it's been it's, it's been one week something. since you looked at me. Cocky had to decide to say to me. Legitimately, <laughs> half the time I I forget that I that I'm even here. I'm like, wait, you guys brought me on. How how am I in this? How did I get so lucky? Now, don't have the imposter syndrome unless we're playing Among Us. Well, hmm. Laser, that's kind of sus. It is kind of mm-hmm. sus. Laser gets thrown out the airlock. No! No, Fabian always gets thrown out the airlock first. Haven't that's we learned true. anything? It's true. <laughs> oh, Sketch boy. also. No comment. Is masterful of being sus. I don't know about that. I think my videos prove otherwise. <laughs> him getting it caught depends. in the hallway sketch is either the mastermind or derpy mcderperson which is also me by the way when i'm the oh no i got caught again <laughs> why do i always pick time. the worst times to murder that's me that's me i'll be like hey there's no one around there were three witnesses hey laser we all saw you call him no it was this guy but i also saw it ah oh, crap uh, I was once an imposter with laser, and I forgot really quickly that I was the imposter I when I saw laser or someone. Me? And I reported him, and then I realized, oh shit, I'm an imposter too. And then I spun it and said it was someone else. And, and it, worked. The other... it worked. <laughs> it worked so well. Worked. I couldn't was believe it. Was it sketch? I don't remember. It was someone else, and it worked like a charm. I couldn't, I couldn't believe it either. I, I, I was I dying inside. You, I was laughing so like, hard. Oh my god. When you first reported it, I'm like, why would you report me? I don't understand. Are we not I don't know. I I, I forgot I was an imposter. (laughs) I'm not a good imposter. (laughs) I was like, oh, I have tasks to do. I'm just going to go in the air. Hey, he's murdering somebody. Wait a minute. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, hey, the only other person here is the other imposter. This is a perfectly safe murder. Oh, no. Among Us is basically a metaphor for our recording sessions sometimes. 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 Yeah. Yeah, so, oh, Paul, where's my mug? In case we forgot about it. <laughs> All right, Tangent girl, we're going to have another. to take the wine away from you. We're going to have to take the wine away from you. Why not? But you give her a mug so she could put the How wine in How do you know? How do you know I have wine? Because you always drink wine when you're on the podcast. The answer is, boys and girls, it's a day that ends in Y. Ah, that's a good indication. Uh, 
Okay, so that bad. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, we're coming up right, at eleven guys. o'clock here. Yeah, yeah. I think I think this was good. You got to hear. I'm sorry we didn't get to hear from some old bull, Caboose, and even Celia, but they were on the they were on the 25th anniversary one, so that that's still a yeah, good thing. I ended up missing that, so I'm happy I was able to come on for this one as we're about to hit the 10th anniversary of Tanami Adult Swim. It's surreal to me that it's been back for 10 years. It feels like I just, you know, it just came back to me half the time. Yeah, 10 and, years from the podcast. May 26th. It's yeah. coming up here. So. You got to force yeah. Paul to write something, guys. Oh, Lord. <laughs> editorial from Paul. Special, special editorial from I Paul. I got to have time to write, though. Jesus Christ. When was the last the time basement? you wrote? It's been a while. It's been a while. We'll lock you in there. Busy. No, I'll browbeat you. No, if you start locking me in places, my kid will follow me and then get very angry that you locked me in a room. I got some bad news, guys. I don't think they have the mug anymore. Oh, no. You know, come to think of it, I tried to order two and they only let me order one, so maybe I took the last one. God, the sketch, so mean. (laughs) Well, I had to have one. Makes me sad. I don't I even really know what the mug too, is. really wanted two, though. Now, what will I do when I have company? The mm. company can have the mug because I'm a good host. There's got to be other mugs out there. I oh, found sure. a uh, One Piece mug on uh, Amazon. It looks like it's 3D printed, though. Mm. Oh, this yeah. says 3D. Be right stuff, guys. Is it? It is it brown and has the straw hat logo on it? It uh, yes. That's why it's important. Uh, it might actually be the same one. Here, I'll uh, I'll uh, throw it in the chat. Throw it in the chat. What are we throwing in the chat? Uh, the mug uh, that you need you. to get us. <laughs> you. <laughs> yes, you. Uh, there you go. Uh, well, I, I guess you can uh, you can play us out, Paul. Oh, if you know. Yeah, I think that's the mug. <laughs> well. If, uh, you know, if, if Darrell were here, we would just play taps or whatever, but, um, don't put it in the chat, Carl. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Leezer did that. Yes. Um, No. Only 13 left in stock. Order soon. All right, Uh Paul. Get on it. Funny, that's enough for the whole staff. That is. Mm -hmm. Kiss my ass. Anyways. um, Right, Steven? So... I mean, since everybody, a lot of people have left, we might as well just do this the way that we do it with live podcasts. So um, if you guys want to hear any of our podcasts, and I would suggest going back to episode one, um, soundcloud.com slash podcast. We're on pretty much every podcast up, app out there. Just make sure you search for the term Toonami Faithful Podcast. And, of course, you can find us on social media, facebook.com slash Faithful Podcast. And on Twitter at Tsunami Podcast. Um, thank you guys for listening. This is the fourth 400th episode, and we appreciate you guys listening as long as you have and continuing to listen. Um, God knows how long we'll keep doing this, but we keep doing it because you guys are here. So um, please thank you guys stop for listening. listening. 
<laughs> Free squ- uh, sketch twenty twenty two. And let's make let's make uh, V Lord do more podcasts because God, God, he needs more. I guess. Please I no, I have no time. <laughs> but anyways, that's it for this live episode of the Tsunami Faithful Podcast. Peace. We're out. Bye. Mudgate twenty twenty two. Once upon a time, Toonami was gone. Pulling it was a crime and the viewership was done. Be impatient when adults swim, but I'm comedy to run. Not enough anime in your lineup to satisfy a nun. Bring Toonami back was the cry. Initially the site adopted the anthem name officially. Yeah. Tweeting for the movement, especially after April Fools did. See Toonami fans get teased to the nth degree. Uh. But thanks to the outcry and lots of Richie B. Toonami's back at nighttime is a different scene. Yeah. Back in the day you were procrastinating on homework. Now you're leaving parties early and still missing but you know you need more than just the episodes You want all the news and reviews So you'll forever close to the movement Like the Elric Brothers over mom So stay tuned to TunamiFaithful.com Leaving you ratings with the intention of saving the data So you can be participating If you're watching you are saying Yeah we want Tunami staying on the air so watch it Or they'll put you on blast like an attack from Kenpachi Just playing but you know it's the truth They keep you up on ratings so you'll know just what to do And yeah if you're watching it really makes a difference Keeping it alive so Turner doesn't give resistance and they keep you up on nerdcore news Hot anime tracks posted so do consume Plus time reviews, games and things that he might rehearse Giving criticism like these animes Roger Ebert Cause we don't want the recent movement to be reversed So interact and comment, see the facts and knowledge They're on top of it like flavor package content to ramen True Toonami updates like they uncover Tutankhamen Value it more than native villages, value shaman Praying every night that it remains on air, amen Bring it before you to ensure that what is hot lasts Toonamifaithful.com is where it drops Fast. Plus, they hit up your favorite nerdcore homies, compatriots, and cronies, so check out the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Toonamifaithful.com. Check it out. Comment. Interact. It's there for y'all. Uh, the Toonami Faithful. All of us. Kadesh Glow. Uh,